That was a nice, big opening. It was huge. And you know why it was huge? Do you? Do you know why? No, I don't. It's because we both, since we last talked, have gained something. We both caught something or got something. (laughs) (laughs) We both had a reason for taking a break last week. We had, so I was like, I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take a break. I'm going to just power through. Oh, by the way, I had a kid. Yes. That's, that's, we did it. The baby's here. His name's Roscoe. He's a funny little guy. I adore him. Um, he's he's uh, he just wormed his little fat bald head into my heart, and I love him. <laughs> so I was I my wife actually gave the birth. I did nothing. Well, I did nothing. Do you know? Uh, just a little full disclosure. My my wife had a we had a C section. It was unplanned. It wasn't an emergency C section, but she had a C section, and it's in the moment. When you're having a C-section as a husband, that you realize how fucking inconsequential you are, <laughs> not only as a husband and future father, but as a man. It was <laughs> an operating. You're just, you're just a sperm donor. It was an operating room full of intelligent, effective, and 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 efficient women and good-hearted. It was like the nicest. It was like the opposite of any TV OR. It was like just. Women being awesome, and they like wait. You wait, and they give you a clown outfit to put on. They're like, "Here, this clothes that will fit any human." And you're basically putting on Homer Simpson's pants <laughs> and like a like a, a shower cap. And you wait. wait why a, did you? Oh, to protect. Okay, and you wait okay. in a room while they like bring your wife and prepper and do all the all the smart person things. And then they say, "Okay, bring in the dummy." And they, and they like they go, oh, come on, dummy. And I'm like, which way? And they're like, go oh, this way. And I'm like, okay. And then they're like, come in over here. He's Are you freaking out at this point? At this point, I'm just like following the who's, leader. Who's I'm just, more calm, you or your wife? Kristen. So, but I, I don't know because Kristen's in the room. I'm just like, okay. I'm basically just texting her family and being like, this is happening. And it happens real quick. It's lightning fast. Like they make the decision, and suddenly anesthesiology's in there. They prep her. They shave her up and they get her out of there. And then you just sit there and text people and are like, all right, I'm getting ready for this moment. Are you, so are you like, are you standing and watching the whole thing? Or are you just sitting in a chair in the corner just going like, I don't know what the fuck. They come and get you and Kristen's on a table and it's like, it's just a regular OR. It's kind of a blur because it's literally midnight. And then they walk you around very, they're very strategic in walking around so you can't see anything. And they bring you behind a curtain where it's just your wife's head, an anesthesiologist, and a hole for your hand. <laughs> and you put your hand in a hole. They're like, here, dummy, put your hand in a hole. And I'm like, where? And they're like, like? they're like, right here, put it here. And shut up. And I do. And there's my wife's <laughs> hand. And she's shaking because of the uh, anesthesiology or the anesthetic. And, uh, and so it's just my wife's head and a, and a curtain. And I can hear everything happening on the other side, but I can't see anything. It was very intentional. And then mm-hmm. they're like, we're doing it. And, they just, and then the anesthesiologist, who is a very cool woman, is just giving us play-by-play. 
She's like, so how big do you think it's going to be? And I was like, oh, eight plus. And she's like, oh, I think over under. She's like, I'll take the under. So then we're, then pretty soon they've, they're like, they're, it's open. And she's like, everything looks good. You, you, I'm just standing there. Kristen's like dopely smiling. She's like, I can't feel nothing. This is crazy. <laughs> and, then, and I'm just holding onto her hand through like a sheet, like a, like a Mormon. Like I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's your hand. And then, and then. They're like, all right, they're get pulling the baby, and the, and they're like, the girl, woman, the anesthesiologist is like, oh, I lost this bet. It is a big baby, and then they're trying to get a big baby through a little incision, and so they're, I'm watching my wife's head like sort of snap back as they're like yanking on her to get Roscoe out through this hole in her stomach. Her bladder's probably on her on like her tits at this point. Like it's just crazy. <laughs> Then they're like, you hear cry. They hold the baby up like you've like a like you've won something or like a puppet show. Like you're just over the curtain. There's like, there's a baby, and you're like, oh my god, that's a baby. <laughs> and then they then they take him away. And then you're still sitting there, and you're like, oh, I did it. And they bring him around. And uh, no, they don't bring him around yet. They say, come over here, man. You've done. You want to cut a cord? And I was like, yeah. And I run over. And I run to the front of the room and they like have the baby there with the umbilical cord and a clamp. And I said, they give you scissors. And I'm like, where do I cut? And they're like, dummy right there. And I'm like, I don't know where. So they put another clamp. So I have like two clamps to put my scissors between because I'm that stupid. <laughs> and so I, they're like, it doesn't, they're like, it doesn't matter. This fucking idiot. It doesn't matter. And then so I cut it. And they're like, now get out of here. Go back up to your wife and put your hand in the hole. And I'm like, oh, yeah. They're like, that was totally stupid. We didn't need him to do that. I take a quick glance, look at like my wife's placenta or the placenta, which is kind of interesting. Gross. It looks like a, it, it, it seems gross, but it really just looks like a nice cut of meat. I, I would have eaten it. And then, okay. then I'm back and then they bring me the baby and I like, I'm holding it for both of us. And I'm like, this is my baby. And you're like sad and Kristen's happy. And you're like, cute. Oh, and they're kind of like prepping to sew her back up or whatever. And then they say, all right, give us the baby back. And I go, okay. And they go, now get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And I go sit in a room again by myself while they go back to being doctors and smart people. Like, wow. so yeah, that's it. That's kind of a shame that you just have to be by yourself though for a little while. On both like, ends. You can't even, yeah. It's horrible. You can't even hang out with your wife. Like, and just Oh, it's horrible. It's absolutely yeah. horrible. And then what they do is they bring you your wife and your baby and they say, here you go. Bye. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. And then you, you literally push one woman pushes your wife into a room on a gurney and you push the baby and then you're in another room and they're like, Good night. Good luck. Uh and then and then from there you just it everything's crazy. Um so anyway, that is all to say that I came home a couple days later, um, and I was like, Let's do this podcast. I feel like I could do it. My in-laws are here. They're helping out. I feel like I could bang this out. It'll be short, sweet. I reach out to Chris. I'm like, let's get her done. And what did you come back with? I said, nope, I why, can't. Why not? I have shingles. You got old man herpes. I got old man side herpes. <laughs> you got the goddamn shing. I can't believe it. I got, sh- I got shingled out. Isn't there a virus or a, a vaccine for that? Uh... Yeah, but who the fuck takes it beforehand? Who thinks they're gonna get shingles? Except for like like old people are supposed to be like are advised to get the vaccine. Like, I think anybody you know. can have it. I'm definitely gonna get it now. Now that sounds like a shit show. I've heard. I know people that have had it, and it never sounds like a good time. 
It's not no, and I'm lucky because I got a mild case where it's not. The, I don't have the nerve pain, which is the worst part of the whole thing. I think. The noive. The noive. The noive of it. The noive. Um, and my wife had it like five years ago. What? It's fucking grown up chicken pox, right? Yeah, basically. So your wife got it, and that didn't say you were like, oh, you know what? That looked miserable. Maybe no, I will go to Rite Aid and get a goddamn. Stressed out sh- about things. And I'm never stressed out about anything. No shit. You are the mellowest dude I know. This is true. Yeah. But owning a house now and having to do all this other shit. Oh, yeah. You've been on edge. Plus, how, so we, we it's only natural that a new a, homeowner would get shingles. <laughs> oh, I got to get shingles on my house and I got it on my body. Like, what the fuck? That's some fucking symbiosis right So there. walk me through shingles the way that I walked you through uh, a C-section. So we were up in Vermont. With yeah. our buddy Mark, it was three of us hanging out. Uh, wasn't really working, but but doing a little bit of stuff. Some things happened. We we got some like um, the the basement and like crawl spaces got like reinsulated and all these things. Cool. And then it learned out like a portion of it was actually some of the stuff that they couldn't do because there was these big like um, uh, sheetrock looking panels that's in in my like um, furnace room. Okay. And it turns out those things are asbestos panels oh you're supposed to chew on like you know 30 40 years ago chew on those babies they're supposed to be good for you yeah yeah and so then i had to find a reason that i was supposed to be the one that was supposed to pull them out and then i was like i'm not touching that shit so now i have to figure out how to get rid of them and find people to do it and pay a whole bunch of money so anyway Uh, i woke up on like on a on a thursday i was up there like i'm doing as best as i can anyway go ahead (laughs) (laughs) i was up there for three or four days by myself trying to deal with all the stuff and then Anne and Can Mark I ask came you a very personal question? Th- yeah. What does what's the cost of a asbestos removal in a in Vermont? The I don't ball, know ball yet because the guy it. won't get back to me. Really? He's yeah. busy. He's like, oh, write up, I'll email your estimate and the whole that thing. Guy's that guy's lungs like must be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like three <laughs> weeks to get all this work in before he fucking files a lawsuit. And they, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they, well, they move very slowly. They move very slow up there. So, yeah. Um, you know, normally when you're expecting a couple of days, it's probably a couple of weeks. Yeah. Kind of Jesus. Anyway, so my wife and my friend slow Mark came up. Syrup. They drove up and like Thursday night. And by Thursday morning, I woke up and I had like um, around my belly button, we had like a little bit of like tiny little dots and it was like a little itchy. Okay. And I was like, fuck. Because the day before, I was actually, I, I threw out some old um, insulation. Oh, the guys you definitely like, thought left. it was insulation. That's so I just thought it was like, yeah, a little yeah, insulation got, got on my skin. Got a little fiberglass like, on. Because you're not supposed right. to get that shit on your skin. That, oh. Right. It itches and it hurts. Yeah. It's not terrible, but it's just like, it's pretty itchy and it can cause what a What a mind fuck. I would have definitely thought that's what it was. So I was like, ah, oh, damn it. I got, you know, I got to, I was trying to be careful. I wore gloves. I wore a mask of things, but I was like, but you were topless you know, as you are. So yeah, I was yeah. topless. Yeah. But like, yeah. Like my dad before <laughs> me used to remove insulation with no shirt on. Exactly. With a lot of hair all over his chest. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I could do the same thing. That's what you do. So. <laughs> So, so I was like, fuck, I, you know, I got this little, I got this little thing. So my wife came up and I was like, ah, and then, and then all of a sudden, I think on Friday morning, there was three dots on my left side, like on the, on my side, like near my bottom of my rib. And you're feeling okay at this point. This is also, but for our listeners, this is a, this is a public service announcement. Like this, I am learning right now because I've always been terrified of shingles. I've know people that have gotten it, but I never know what the warning signs are, and I want to know. So this is as much my, for okay, me as it so is for my, the listener. I'll, I'll even say this, too, because my I also have... Um, my dad had shingles three times, and he never went and got the vaccine after the after any of them. 
It's not like chicken pox. You can only get it once. You can get it multiple times. Yes. If you don't, if you don't treat it, it can keep coming back. Apparently. I worked with a guy, an old, old man at a golf course once. He was old and he got shingles and everybody thought he was going to die. And yeah, then he came back to bad. work and he had fucking lesions all over his goddamn face. And I had to sit with him and try yeah. to eat lunch across from him in the break room. And right. I was like, I love this guy, but I can't look at those fucking pussy so lesions. It's, it's just to be clear, it's not contagious unless you directly come in contact with like the open source. Well, this dude was basically. Right. Drunk. So if you're like rubbing the guy's face, like telling him how much you love him, then yeah, <laughs> you're going to get shingles. Okay. Well, anyway, that was my introduction to shingles. And I always thought it was an old person's disease. But then a bunch of my like friends have since gotten it. And actually, I was on a More phone. I was on the phone with a colleague recently who had it. And he, he was like. It, he it floored him for like a month. He was in like, he must have yeah. got the nerve kind. But yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. And my can, wife had the nerve kind and she was in so much pain for like weeks and she was taking like nerve pain medication. She was taking like three or four things. Okay. So anyway, uh, you're, you got the, you got the dots. Your wife still hasn't wised up. Is she there? She was, I think, yeah, Friday morning she was there. She's and not I was like, like, oh, uh, that looks like shingles. Uh, huh? She wasn't like, that looks like shingles. The thing I had. Well, that, so I like lifted out my shirt and I was like, I got these dots on the side of my, you know, torso here and she was like oh shit and i was like yeah because that's exactly how my wife started yeah it was like she had this like she thought she was in pain she thought she had like pulled a back muscle or something oh geez. for like a couple days and she was kind of like in pain and thought she you know something on, on her on her sort of her side of her chest as well and then by the time we went to the the doctor the emergency room because she was getting worse and worse by a couple after a couple days and then all of a sudden these three dots like showed up on the side of her on her side as well the zoser so I was like, fuck, I think, you know, I was, and so both of us were like, fuck, is that, if that shingles, that sucks. And then I was still like holding out that I was like, I think it's just the fucking fiberglass insulation. But then by like Friday night, I wasn't kind of feeling good. And by, by like Saturday, I really wasn't feeling good. And then it kind of started growing a little bit, but not a lot. And then by like Sunday, we were going to leave Sunday. And then all of a sudden I had like a bigger rash on my side. It's just on your side, not on your face. No, 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 no. It, I, I think it just depends on where it goes or, or I don't know exactly how it spreads or whatnot. Like some people have had it on their hands and arms, I guess. Yeah. Or, and just there. Um, my wife and I both had it just like it starts like at, at the bottom of my rib cage and went down towards my belly button. It was like a it was like an archipelago of a rash. So then, you, then you're like, little islands of rash. Then you got to go to some country doctor in Vermont and be like, no. So I was still I was still put some like, maple okay. syrup on this shit. <laughs> Rub some dirt and some leaves. <laughs> Go see the shaman. Uh, uh, I was feeling okay. Like I, I was tired. I was I was really tired, lethargic. But we drove home that night. Like the 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 one of those like um, city clinic things were open still. So I went in at like eight. You drove at all night. the way from Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. All fucking sore and itchy being like, I can't come to one of these. I wasn't country. in any pain. I wasn't in any okay. pain. It was okay. just, yeah, I was like sore and itchy a little bit, but it wasn't bothering me. Okay. Which is really weird because my dad, you know, the three, three times he had it, he said he never had any pain and he was always fine. And that's why he never went well, to the doctor. Cause doctors, he was like, oh, I'm not he, in any pain. He was a tough fuck. And also, I'm, yeah, but no, but that I was thinking the same thing too. But now that I realize that you don't necessarily have to get that pain, that deep pain. So you go to the doc, you go to the clinic, you go see like some med school dropout and you're like, What's? yeah, yeah, probably. And I look my shirt up and she's like yeah you got shingles and i was like fuck all right yeah so then she wrote a prescription and i picked it up the next morning three pills a day for seven days it's this giant fucking horse pill yeah uh and 
and I don't know if it was from that or whatever else the heck caused, but the, the residual effects from all this is basically I had a I had like a migraine for four days straight. Wow. Which was the worst part of the whole thing, actually. Yeah. I could live with I could live with the shingles. I could live with it for weeks, if not months. Yeah. If I had to, yeah. but it was like for four days I was in like excruciating pain, like in my head, and it wouldn't stop. Like there was no relief from the headache. And so here we are. That's why we. And then, uh, so you bitched out on away. the podcast, right? Because of and your now headaches. The, the shingles are um, actually going away. Okay. They've actually lessened by a huge. It's like twenty five percent down, like twenty five to twenty five percent left of what okay. was there. Are you gonna get the the vax now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. sure. For so, sure. And Anne, my wife, did not ever get the vax afterwards. And I'm like, now you're going to go. And she's like, oh, I'm definitely going to go get it now. I want to go get it. I'm going to get it. I, this is too This is too. Go close get to the home. vaccine. If you have shingles, if you've had shingles, go get the vaccine. And at some point, think about getting the vaccine, maybe even if you haven't had it. Because I've, you're the second person in the last like two months that said, like, you're old enough, go get shingles vax. I'm going to. The sad thing about this is that because, and this is the lesson that I've learned from this. Yeah. Now, all things is because my dad, who had it for the third time, got it on his face and on his head. Yeah, it looks like shit. And it, it got into his eyes, and he went blind from it. Jesus Christ, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, man. Your yeah. dad got shingle blind? Yeah. Because he never got the vax? Yes. It kept well, that's a back. fucking horrible turn of this story. I knew that your dad had lost his vision. I didn't realize it was from being... Stubborn. He went to like the eye specialist. Then I was I, I had to go home for two weeks to take care of him because he couldn't drive anymore. Because why didn't see. you get a vaccine? That literally everyone you know, loved and known has had horrible experiences with va- shingles. Right, because you and, never think it's gonna like whatever you're gonna happen to you or whatever. Deal with it and stuff. Blah blah blah. Basically, go get a shingles vaccine. Go get the shingles. Yeah, and right. the and the doctor even told me she's like the shingles has been uh, increasingly common over the last year and stuff because of. All the crap that everyone's having to deal with and go through. They're so she's like, out. it's incredibly common right now. So um, it's not surprising <sighs> that I'm getting anybody it. can get it right now, basically, because all the stress. I can go get the shingles vax right now if I want to. I can just go to Rite Aid and get it. Yeah, you just go right and give it a shot, probably. Yeah, I'm doing it. Now, I mean, I, I don't know how it works in conjunction with waiting or trying to uh, get the uh, COVID vaccine. Oh. So I don't know if you have to like space one out or the other. You do. You, because uh, I, I got my. Uh, I got my vac. This is just boring bullshit, but I just got all my vac, like my, you know, like flu shots or whatever. And they were like, you can't get the COVID vax for two weeks. So I'm sure that's yeah, the case. Right. So yeah, like don't let it interfere with your COVID vax, y'all. I would say get the COVID vax first if you can. And then get the shingles vax. And then get the shingles and then whatever. This is some yeah. great medical advice. You want to talk about sports? Uh, I don't know. I kind of like to have the health line aspect. Of I like show. the health yeah. line too. I think that this is, a, I think we're the first podcast to do a public service announcement about shingles. Yeah, the fuck yeah. It's fucking, no one's doing shingles. It's Talk. No, no one's talking shingles. Chris. No one's talking shingles. And you know what? It's a secret. It, I think people are a little ashamed because it's like herpes. And nobody wants herpes. Yeah, right. But it's not. But it's not. It's a, it's in the same. It's a herpes. I mean, it's herpes, but it's not. It's not herpes. Herpes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's I like, mean, if you if you if it's like, like a, a good kind of hepatitis, you know. I mean, if it's you not have the, it's not the kind you get from shingles, you're going to get it. It's not the hepatitis you get from a shot. Right. Of like right. interviews. It's the hepatitis you get from like poop. It's that. Right. Yeah. It's a good. Also, I mean, it's not stuck with you for the rest of your life, basically. It like goes away and it's not, it's not a, it's not a. But it will make you, it will make you blind. It will. <laughs> it will if you don't fucking treat it. Shingles will make you blind. That's fucking crazy. All right. Maybe I'll take my son to get a shingles vax too while I'm at it. Just I don't know. I think you had to have chicken pox first to get shingles then later in life. 
Really? You had to have had chicken pox? Yes, I believe so. And kids don't get chicken pox anymore, right? Because uh, they get vaccinated I'm not for sure. it. Wow. So much I have to learn about being a parent. Like whether or not chicken pox are a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but your kid's going to get polio now. So again. Yeah. Well, we're not vaccinating him anyway. So we'll see what happens. We're rolling the <laughs> dice. We don't want... We don't want him to get, I don't know, autism? Is that the thing people are afraid of? Anyway, Big Brother's going to keep his hands off my baby. That's for sure. Because <laughs> God knows, <laughs> without, them, without them intervening, my wife and child would be dead. But I'm not going to let them put their vaccines all over my yeah. beautiful baby boy. Not going to let them. Fancy not going to let QAnon drink his baby blood. Those libtards. Anyway, Chris. <laughs> Let's talk about sports a little bit and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. We'll just make, we'll bang this out tidy and mighty. Uh, but don't forget to send your shingle stories in to us. <laughs> we'd love to hear about them. Share with you all. We'd love to hear, we'd love to hear your experience with shingles and read them on air. So send them our way. <laughs> it's called the shingle mingle and we will be doing it every week. It's a new dating website. <laughs> For though it's all it's very exclusive for only those who've had shingles. Shingle singles? Yeah. Shingle mingle. Shingle mingle single. Uh, oh, how can't wait to hear the jingle. All right. Chris, Ooh. did you watch any of the NBA All-Star Week Day? Fuck no. <laughs> you didn't watch a single second of it? God, I honestly this is 100% honest. I didn't even know it was on this weekend. Really? Yeah. Okay, well that makes two of us. <laughs> But I did watch highlights. I didn't know it was on. I ain't watching that garbage. So I I did place a little action on uh, the MVP because it's a tradition of mine. And I feel like I was really close this year. I I took uh, Damian Lillard at plus 5,000. And if if boring ass Giannis wouldn't have been like 16 for 16 to points in the paint. Like it just, it was the stupidest boring stat line. Dame Dollar's making half court shots. And like, they're like, nope, sorry. You don't get MVP. We can't do the statement and prove that you should have been a starter over Luca. We'll give it to Giannis. It was horseshit. I didn't win the bet. Uh, so I watched a little bit of the highlights. Um, and one thing I wanted to to sort of Isn't since I'm game ta- highlights. Since I'm talking, yeah, like there were like medium highlights. I I was interested in like the MVP at all. Like, who decides the MVP of the All Star Game? Is it the is it the league commissioner? Is it like who? Di- who co- the fans vote for part of it. Writers vote for other parts of it. But then when it comes to MVP, who gets the say? I, I, I was a little, I was interested in that. And then I looked up the MVP of the first ever All-Star game, which was this dude named uh, Easy Ed. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He was a Boston Celtic. 1951. And here's the wow. cool th- fact I found out. In 1951... The first ever NBA All Star Game happened, and it was a huge success. It like it spawned all All Star Games. In fact, the first All Star Game had ten thousand five hundred fans, which was seven thousand more than the league average attendance of thirty five hundred. So the NBA was like, clearly, this is like exciting for people to watch the stars of the day because I'm guessing like there were like you know plumbers and postmen playing in the NBA at that point. So like having all the good players at one place was like an actually exciting game in 1951 when all of the basketball players were white and boring. So it's, it was, I mean, an immediate success. And I think it's been pretty, it's like the one all-star kind of 
thing that any sport has that people care about, right? It's like the one that like you you even though you didn't watch it, you I remember enjoying it as a kid. There's sure. a, there's the All-Star Weekend component of it. Mm-hmm. Slam dunk contest, blah blah blah, right? But is it worth it anymore? Like is it what's no. It's not, it's, right? It's different. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, you, you like, I remember what, like you just said, growing up watching those games, those that games actually sort of meant something. Like people competed in those games, yeah. right? I think everybody that's was a, competing and taking it seriously. That's not the case anymore. No, there's no, there's no playing for pride anymore. And it, and, and which it, is fine. And they, they shouldn't, uh, yeah, I agree. They, they shouldn't, um, they shouldn't force it. They shouldn't force it on themselves. The league shouldn't force it on their fans. Like, I don't know, like, you, I mean, you, you, the, the reason, like, you said, the reason, you know, they started it all those years ago was it made sense. Like, they needed that bump probably for people to pay attention, you know, garner interest. Uh, you know, games weren't on television at all, basically, even then, probably, like, hardly. Um, it was more for fans in the stands kind of, th- you know, kind of a thing. Uh, so to be able to see all those other players from other teams come into your town or wherever and, and play those games, that actually, I mean, that there was a point and a purpose and it helped grow the game, right? Yeah. Grow the interest in the game. Yeah. Like that's no, that, there's none of that now. Like, right. And that's the kind of stupid thing that they, we do with sports and especially in this country is we sort of hang on to past sort of examples and reasons. You mean like all of MLB? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it worked, it worked 70 years ago. Yeah. Let's keep it going. Like, yeah, it just, exactly. like things can change. It's okay. They can go away. Like the, the slam dunk contest. Like who oh cares? Oh my God, dude. These slam dunks were so pathetic. They were like, I, the, I didn't even see the highlights. The, 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 there are no the, highlights. Yeah. You didn't see any because there are none. They're like, they showed the dunk that won was like the most, it was the most baloney. Like the guy, the guys doing the dunk contest didn't even want to be doing it looked like back. It looked like. Did you ever just put a, a rim up to eight feet yeah, and do it? Yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Like totally. it was like no one was doing anything interesting. We were trying to emulate the dunks that we saw in the dunk contest. Yeah. These, doing that. The I think Obi Toppin did one where he like put the ball through his legs and dunked, and I was like, "What? Who are you? Fucking like Tom Chambers? Like that was the lamest <laughs> dunk I've ever seen in my life." And sorry, but that's been done to death now. You know, with the legs like through the legs or under the legs and like this was just like, the traditional like as i'm going up one under one leg and then dunk it yeah like, I, but, right, like you so could do like that exciting yes yeah. so anyway i i agree with you i think i think not only get rid of like everything like every like they've tried everything in the all-star weekend they tried horse they tried shooting stars remember shooting yeah. stars yeah where it was like an old person a professional and a lady and they're like, mm-hmm. and make three shots and a half court shot and you win. And the people are like, how is this exciting? And they're like, I yeah, don't know. Chris Bosch likes it. Um, <laughs> I, have a, I have a quick thought. To, I think we just get rid of All-Star Weekend, right? And bring back what people care about, which is the Rock and, ball, rock and Jack B-Ball Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't they have that? They haven't had it since weekend? 2001. But, but they have, don't they have like... Uh, Oh, what is it called? Um, I'm not talking about any fake version of it. I'm talking about we got to get Dan Cortez back. <laughs> Listen to the, can I read to you the first Rock and Jock B-Ball Jam lineups really quickly? Sure. Because it's incredible. It's 1990. Uh, I was the the announcers were Steve Albert, Ken Ober, the head coaches. 
where Sammy Hagar and Sam Kinison, <laughs> which is bonkers, <laughs> listen to this list of washed up garbage that played in this game. I'm going to skip the sports people because it's like Barry Larkin and Eddie Murray. Who'd, who'd want to see any of this shit anyway? Um, you had Corbin Burnson, uh, MC Hammer, <laughs> David Fastano from Married with Children. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the list goes on and on of just pure trash. Tone Loke. Uh, <laughs> Steven Adler, the drummer that got kicked out of Guns N' Roses. Bruce Hornsby? A guy from the Cheap Trick and uh, a Kip Winger. Like, it's, it's, it's absolutely horrible. <laughs> well, right, because it was, it was MTV, so you had to have musicians on there. Yeah. The only people... So, the other players also... Now, two people played that were actually... Be, became something or were something. That's Will Smith and Keanu Reeves. Flea, I guess, a little bit. Robert Wool? Like, why was that guy all over him? Like, did anyone that watched MTV care about that guy at all? Because he was yeah. on Arliss. Arliss? Like, <laughs> kids didn't watch that crap. Some guy from Parker Lewis Can't Lose. I think Michael Bivens did a bunch of them. It's a bunch nice. of bullshit. But anyway, I don't want to just get Rock and Jock B-Ball Jam back. I want it back with the original teams <laughs> i want everybody back i want to see all the original people if they're alive they gotta play i gotta see kevin costner out there i want to see luke perry rest in peace he can't be there but that's my dream it's the only way that i would think that the all-star game or the all-star weekend could possibly be exciting i don't know if there is a fix i don't think there is i, I have no desire to watch it and I, it sounds to me like you don't either no, I, the only reason I, I knew it was because actually this people, somebody was making fun of um, some, one of the like rappers, like Lil Weezy or somebody who was trying to play Lil basketball Weezy. and was like terrible at Lil it or Weezy. something. Lil Weezy. You mean like Lil Baby? Maybe. It might have been him. Yeah. It was a little somebody, I think. Lil and Weezy, they were like, he funny. was all came up decked out and, and he was trying to shoot free throws or something. And then he was, he was like, I don't even, he might have airballed it or something. And everyone's like, why is this guy even on the court? This guy can't play. Um, well, so right. I was like, wait, are they having like a, like a pro-am game again or something? Are they doing this? But I didn't even look at it because I was, I was like, I don't actually really care. It, I just doesn't, don't it doesn't matter. Care. It doesn't matter. Like, it, it doesn't matter. It, it just doesn't matter. Like, the, I think that this goes, file this under should be an NBA 2K tournament. Like, let's just make all All-Star weekends esports. Like, that's the way we can make it fresh and exciting and new and, and involve the entire globe. This just goes back to that. Like, let's just do a good esports tournament. Ba basketball fans don't care. They don't want to watch this shit anyway. But if you yeah, can get, I, like, a newer yeah, generation to get into it, then maybe it's worth it. I just... Three-point shooting contest? Like, maybe if there was a half-court shooting contest. Right. Might be that might be, or, or how about this? Here's a way to make it exciting again. If you're in the NBA All Star Game, you have to put up a hundred thousand dollars of your own money on your team. Yeah. Like let's yeah. like make charity it into a gambling thing, not charity, just your own money. Put it up. And well, you got you got to do it for charity. You got to do it for gambling. Just gamble on it. Like then people might be into it, or do like a half court shooting contest. Where the players are gambling, like like on like craps, like there's like I'm putting oh, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, putting yeah. ten grand on on, on the shot or whatever on the shot, yeah, yeah. 
Then, yeah. then maybe, maybe there's a way to make any of it exciting. Actually, you know what? You're probably right. Where it, it just involves gambling and 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 betting and stuff. I think it's probably how you or you of, can bet on it. They're like, all right, yeah, d- right. In d- game, Dame Lillard, Dame live Lillard, action. Dame in in the game. Like it's just like seven points on the court, and you can bet on those points on the court. Who's gonna make it and and, and like where or how many they're gonna make in a row? Just live bet it. Just like. Straight up live bet it like it's a game of craps. And then just be like, all right, 100 grand on this shot right here. Can he make it? And then like DraftKings would be like, all right, Steph Curry, we've got tallied all the bets. There's actually $1.2 million riding on you making this shot like from the corner. Yeah. And then he's got to shoot it. And then actually, like, because that's the way, I mean, that's the way the game is growing and evolving at this point too now with. Uh, with gambling, all these sites and stuff, and, and and partnerships within the NBA and and teams themselves, it's I I think that's the only way you sort of generate more excitement. Make now. it a like little it's, more. It's got to be the next step in evolution of it. And it doesn't matter because it's not like they're playing winning or losing or throwing it like for any reason other than just straight up gambling. It's not like oh I lost a you know regular season game on purpose because I my uncle had a bunch of money on it. Like it would just be open and and aware gambling. Like it would just be. Acceptable. It's actually, actually, it's probably the only step you can take to try to. Because, like, what else are you gonna do? Like, you get the dunk contest is it's done. It's like you can't. Who cares? Like, like the guys are the guys take five times to like attempt to dunk, and then they get a score based on the one time they actually did something. It just hasn't been cool since it was like. It's not cool, and it's like yeah. no one's. There's no sort of innovativeness. Like, I'm the, sorry, I guess still put on a Tracy Gordon McGrady were, like, jersey. I'm like, really? That's what you did. You put on a Tracy McGrady jersey. Yeah, like, right. Like that's not. I'd rather not, just bet. I'd rather just bet that. on whether or not they make it. Yeah. Right. So exactly. So it's like, yeah, bet on the fact if he can. Can he make it in one try? Yeah. Does he get two tries? Yeah. Does he get three tries? Now, can he do a? Can he do like or or like they have to give him a dunk? Yeah. To do. They're like, here's the Dominique. Yeah. This is the do dunk this. you have to do. Yeah. Do you this. do it? Everybody put right. everybody puts on weather like a Thunderdome. They're like yes or no. It's like da 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 da. You know, like everybody like, t- tallying all the bets. And <laughs> then he's got to stand. Tina Turner out yeah, there. Yeah, the he's got to stand back there or Bloodsport. You know, it's like they like. All right, you get the Kenny Skywalker, and it's like da 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 da. da can he do it? I don't know. And then they put up tally all the money. And they're like, all right, you yeah. get two tries. Or can you dunk over Jean Claude Van Damme trying to do a spinning kick at the same time? Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a Kia. <laughs> I don't fucking care. They're like, guess what? You have to jump over a Kia. <laughs> fucking, let's bet on Kia. it. Jump over two Kias. Like, stack the top of each other. Nah, just a Kia. That would impress me. Just that a Kia, because if, if you don't jump, if you don't clear a Kia, like, that's just got to be, like, the most brutal thing. You're like, well, then, then don't try it. You didn't clear a Kia. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that that's it. That's pretty much as, as much as I wanted to get into the uh, the All-Star Weekend. Um, I'm glad it's over. Uh, and I and I'm glad you didn't watch it. That's that's all that matters. I did. I yeah. will say this. Like, back, I'm not going to make this into a kid podcast. I hate when people talk about their kids. But like I did. Get, I did get to watch. I did get to watch a, a a Sixers game on delay with my with my son Sixers Jazz, and it was a fucking awesome game. And it was like it made me kind of happy. Um, he nice. didn't. He didn't even have his face turned towards the TV. That's but tough. in my mind, we watched it together. Um. I also wanted, since you brought up The Ringer, I wanted to quickly mention, I listened to The Ringer the other night. Uh, Bill Simmons, Ryan Rosillo 
talking about Daryl Morey on Cameo. Thanks a lot, Ringer. You stole our shit again. I couldn't fucking <laughs> believe it. Word for word. It was amazing. Simmons asked him if he thought Morey, Morey was on there and then asked him how much he thought he made. Like It was like just us word for word. I was like, incredible. The Ringer's back to li- biting our shit. Uh, yeah. Weeks later, so well now everyone's leaving. They have to. They they have no more creativity. So um, yeah, they they have to look at you know back to us again. Yep, they got to come back to us. It's always yep. it will always yep. be here. That's the problem. We're like shingles on your dad. We're always around. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's always inside you. No matter what you do, you always have it. Herpes. It's herpes. <laughs> we are the herpes of the sports podcast. <laughs> That's going to be our new slogan. Sometimes we're more prevalent. Sometimes we're more <laughs> annoying. We have flare-ups, but we're always there. When you think we're gone, Sometimes we're always there. You don't mind it when we're there. The herpes of podcasts. All right, Chris. Uh, speaking of the NBA, uh, I know you had... Did you have like some deep dive that you did? Was that a... No, nah, we'll save for later. I don't want to get into it because it's a whole thing, and I'm not, I don't have the energy for it now. Okay, of course not. You're... Although I will say... I will say uh, if you want to keep it on the NBA, I I'm do. okay with Blake Griffin go to the Nets. I don't care at this point. <laughs> Bring them all in, sign them all up, get all the agent dudes, get them all on one team, win the fucking championship if Here's you can. What I I and think then get rid of everybody. I think and it's just <laughs> he's basically Chris Humphreys at this point. <laughs> like you're getting him for the league. I'm hoping he's a little you're, better. You're getting him for the league minimum, and honestly, it's not about landing him. If he's fine to sit on the bench or hobble around for a couple of minutes, he's not going to get his like twelve and six that he's been getting it with Detroit. But it keeps him from going to another team like the Lakers, where he could he actually can, I think help. He can be useful with this team and this offense, and and I mean, useful and like Carmelo, defensively, I'm not sure about, but. I don't Wait, think so. With his he's, passing abilities and his court vision and stuff, I think he's. I think it's sort of a. I don't know if it's underrated aspect of him, but I think it's often sort of a. But he's not. Uh, a, he needs the. He's a, a fucking fourth guy that needs the ball in his hands to be to make a play. I don't think he needs the ball in his hands consistently. I, I think I've watched a couple Detroit games. He, he would. But he's the guy. He's the lead guy in Detroit, though. That's the thing. Is like he was. He was. He wasn't to be the though. Lead he guy. thought he was. He right, acted like he was, and he was frustrating everyone else on his team because he. He just dribble around and fucking try to penetrate, and he can't jump. So then he'd take these like weird eighteen footers. Like, but I think I think much like Harden did coming into this with this team and the and what how this whole team and dynamics and whatever it is is going to work. I think Blake Griffin is going to find his his space and his time in on this team. I couldn't disagree. I, mean, I couldn't disagree more. Me, I right? I think it I think it's a doesn't hurt thing, but I don't think he helps. And honestly, like thank I agree. Thank fucking Christ for the Nets because they have saved Philly from Harden and Blake Griffith. Like d- I I I could but, not But I think both those guys work better on the Nets than they would have in Philadelphia. And now people are talking about like what like an asset Al, Big Al would be to some team and that makes me even happier. He's definitely not coming back to us. Going like, back to Boston. I really fucking hope so. Oh Boston. God, I hope so so fucking much. I, I will say this because in in your in your sense with with Blake Griffin, he he really doesn't he doesn't hurt them. He doesn't really help them either, though. But I think if the Nets, if if Andre Drummond gets bought out uh, by Cleveland and he goes to Brooklyn, I think that's a bigger impact actually for them. Agreed. Because then he he relegates uh, DeAndre Jordan to the bench more. He becomes the, sort of their their nice sort of big rim protector rebounder guy. What DeAndre Jordan can't be in he's, that regard. He's also that washed. Effect. 
Jordan, yeah, Jordan is washed. Andre Drummond is not. He yeah. will be the he will be the guy that presents. I think that'll help. I like help Drummond immensely. I've always liked Drummond. I mean, plus he's a New York guy. Embiid fucking destroys him, but like I like him as a. I That's think fine. A Everyone has their Achilles, and yeah. I mean Embiid's hard to guard. And yeah. um, listen, Drummond's not the end all to be all, and he's he's not that great. But I think he'll. I think he'll. I think he'll. He's a try hard guy, and I think he's a good guy. Right. That's what I like about it. I like the fact that he averages like almost 20 and 20 or something like that, or he was at least for a little while. Um, He's just soft. He's just soft. It's unfortunate. It's a little soft, but I think he, I think he serves a greater purpose than, than uh, Blake Griffin would for this team. Okay. Um, We let's, we can do our NBA bet. There's the game start back up tomorrow. Um, We've got two games on the docket. They are dogs. (laughs) They are pure shit. But we easy can, way to I think it's slide, I think it's a fun I think it's a fun way to yeah get back into gambling and and it's a it's a two two game parlay that like might be might Ooh. might be worth it. We've got the on the rise Washington Wizards against the on the decline Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Washington's only getting a point and a half, but the Grizzlies are so fucking awkward. Uh, it's a, it's a hard team to bet on. Mm. And then you've got. Uh, out west, you've got the San Antonio Spurs are uh, plus five and a half against the you never know what you're going to get Dallas Mavericks uh, at home, which is, I guess, an interstate rivalry mm-hmm. um, and with Mavericks at home. And I think fans in the stands without masks and like having sex with their cousins, mm-hmm. uh, it could be a barn burner. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, who do you like in either one of those games? Uh, so I think. More so than the other, I, I I feel like Spurs plus five and a half is is sort of um sort of a slap in the face of the Spurs a little bit. Unless I'm missing something and someone's out in this game. Or I think the playing. Spurs are a piece away. I think this is a Luca. This Spurs is too are- much Luca. Fucking. This is too much Luca respect. And I think the Spurs are a piece away from being like a real like a like maybe get into the second round of the playoffs team. I I yeah. you know me. I love I mean, the Spurs. I love Lonnie Walker. I love Demar Derozan. And if they could get like one other piece, I think that they could, they could make a run. I mean, they're they're a top, uh, they're the seventh right now. Yeah, they're they're they need they need somebody to to. Dallas has actually been coming on strongly as of late, but I'm not feeling. Yeah, I'm feel I, I feel like this game should actually be closer uh, in points with the point spread five and a half. I think it feels like a gift. I feel I feel the same way. It's I I like the Spurs especially after a break. In which none of their players played in an all-star game. <laughs> now the other game with the Wizards, I mean, they've been seven and three in their last ten games, which is actually pretty impressive for that team. Yeah, they still have a losing record. They're still garbage, I think. But maybe I'm a little biased on that one. Uh, Memphis, like you said, has kind of been struggling a little bit. They're they're at 500 for the season. Um, Grizzlies at home, one and a half points. I I kind of feel that one. Not as much as the San Antonio game, but I mean, if 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 we were going to do a parlay, I would go Spurs Grizz. Maybe Spurs Grizz money line instead of taking the getting the. Yeah, maybe that's actually maybe the better thing to do there. There's a yeah. there's an argument to be made that the Washington that Bradley Beal's going to ball out because he's like trying to he's trying to get on another team, but I don't think he is. I think he's going to get on another team either way. I don't think it behooves him to yeah, like. I don't think it, go yeah. ape shit. And the, and that's, I th- I thought I saw a stat. At, like, Last week, maybe two weeks ago, Christ, it could have been a month ago at this point. It's like when Beal does ball out and scores like, you know, 30 or 40 points, the team usually loses. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I, you know, I don't know if that's actually out there. We could probably research that somehow or somebody can if they're really interested in that. But so I, I, just, I don't know. I'm a non believer in the Wizards at this point with, with that dynamic and those people that they have and stuff that, um, 
Great. Uh, I guess I see it when I believe it, when I, but I need to see more out of the Wizards to start you know, betting on them, maybe. I'm just going to go ahead and fucking bet this. <laughs> Why not? So with those two, with the with the Grizz money line and the Spurs at plus five and a half, you get a plus two forty eight. Uh, All right, that's a decent gift. Right. Yeah, I'll throw yeah. a couple a little change on that. Uh, oh. Now, <laughs> in my delirium, Chris, uh-huh. <laughs> I decided in the middle of the night while staying up to go ahead and put money on what I thought was. At the time, I didn't even remember necessarily doing this. I wanted, so I can't explain it, but I put a, I put a, a four team part, a four part parlay together with, <laughs> with four completely different sports. And let me read them off to you. One of them's already hit, mind you. So it's only, a, I only need three of them to come through now. This is a four pick parlay that's plus 4,200. Uh, and it is North Carolina beating Duke, which they did the other night handily. <laughs> West Ham, my favorite, the West Ham Hammers, ending finishing the season in the top six. Currently, they're fifth. Uh, okay. So that feels like if they stay on the right trajectory and just lose to the better teams, they could maybe end up in the top six. All right. I think that's a pretty yeah easy kind of bet for me there okay because top six means they can finish sixth right exactly and it's, right. yeah it's, I can see that. it's your hot spurs that might blow it up but we'll mm. yeah i'm not betting on them or liverpool which are they're really their only threat so yeah i like that one okay Keep going. philly to win the conference the eastern conference okay so philly has to get ahead of brooklyn that's the longer shot okay and then finally france not crazy france which is uh france is getting two and a half points uh in six, in the uh, in the the uh, six, what the fuck is it called? Six Nations tournament in rugby on oh my god <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> France is my team. I actually watched them play Ireland. That was the part of me that was crazy. I was like, you know what? I'm throwing rugby into this to just top it up. So twenty two dollars pays a thousand. Uh, West Ham feels all right. Sixers are the longer shot, but if France loses this weekend, the fucking thing's all for naught. I just thought. I think I'm the only person to do a soccer, rugby, NBA, college basketball parlay. I love it. I feel like, I love it. I feel I feel like uh, that's how I'm gambling these days. I'm going all or nothing. Yeah, really, why not, man? That's really, a nice one. Like a nice long con. Like a really long, drawn <laughs> long, out con. Boring con. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I got. Uh, I've I've maintained to keep my DraftKings account like sort of active during the the first two weeks of my child's life. I don't, you know, nothing's gonna change. I'm the I'm this guy. I'm this guy. Kids or no kids, COVID or no COVID. I'm just <laughs> shingles or no shingles, Chris. I'll always be a gambler. <laughs> I mean, you gotta you gotta do something with your life. You exactly. Know? This is something. Yeah, it's something. All right. It's something. Uh, do you have any parting thoughts for our, our wonderful listeners who are very patient with us talking about our personal met, uh, health issues and then some bullshit basketball takes? Um, no, nah, I think I'm good. Okay. See any good movies lately? Uh, I started watching, um, not movies, but I started watching Lovecraft Country on HBO. Oh, I only got through like 10 minutes of that. 
Yeah, it's some weird shit, but I kind of like it. Okay. It's really weird. It's really, it's really weird. Uh, that and is it too spooky to watch alone? I've got like basically two it's hours. Not spooky. I've only gotten through two episodes yet because it's it's a lot. Like at one episode, you're like, Phew, I don't think I can watch another one. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it's a little, it's a little, it's a lot. It's, you know, there's a lot in there in each episode, and and there's a lot going on. And it's like the stories, and there's, I mean, there's just so much, so many different angles and and stuff, layers to it. Um, but it's good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I don't know if I watched any movies lately. Okay. I don't think so. Um, I, I will say this. Uh, I think it's on Showtime. I watched this the other night. It's an older documentary. Um, it's about Nick Bolatieri, uh, who was Andre Agassi's uh, like coach. Oh, coach and, and trainer. Yeah. Coach trainer and Jim Couriers. Uh, it's a, it's, the documentary is called Love Means Zero. Uh, it came out like two or three years ago. It's awesome. It's a great sports documentary. It r- brings you back to like when when tennis was was super fun like when like in that golden age sampras agassi courier like it it's it's a it's a really well done documentary and the guy is just like no filter he just tells it like it is he's a total son of a bitch and uh i high, and the fashion is just it's high fashion i'm gonna my goal is this summer to dress only like Andre Agassi. Like I just, that's like circa like 90, 90, 91 when he was wearing like jean shorts and yeah. like big blousey shirts and maybe the a dangly mullet? earring and the, those horrible, like, like Nike trainers with the Velcro over the toe. Like I want it all. That's my, that's maybe some razors, maybe some Oakley razors. Like, oh, yeah, I think that's going to do with the razors. I mean, come on. I think that's going to be my, my summer style this Why year. Not? Yeah, right. Why not? Yeah. Maybe shorts under shorts, you know, like that look. <laughs> like the compression shorts under like Absolutely, the, the yeah. tennis shorts. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah. like the tennis shirts were big. So it's like, mm-hmm. like they kind of like go, you can, it's almost like you're not wearing pants or shorts. Like I like it. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be a fire look and big floppy white socks. I, I'll, I can say this, I'll be the only one wearing it. So I'm for sure, which is going to be, which is sort of the point. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I live in yep. Pittsburgh. No one cares. Uh, yeah. All right, Chris, it's been a blast, man. And I'm glad to glad to you're feeling better. And I, uh, and I look forward to doing this again next week. Okay. Bye. <laughs> all right.